Let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor. You're a new DM who wants to jump behind the screen. Maybe you've been volunteered by your gaming group, but aren't quite ready. You've been watching people play games online or on podcasts, and you're thinking to yourself, where do they come up with all that descriptive narrative? There's no way I can do that. Well, don't worry. We've got a solution for you. What if I were to tell you that I can put a team of professional writers alongside you at your desk while you're prepping your game? Sounds pretty good, huh? With Describe, we can do just that. These narratives vividly describe monsters, places, spells, people, you name it. It's there. And there are more than 6,000 of these easy-to-search-up, copy, and pasteable, beautifully written narratives right at your fingertips. Confidently read these narratives aloud in your campaign and impress noob and veteran gamer alike. And the best thing about it is, the library of narratives is constantly growing, and it's affordable. Describe has graciously provided us with a discount for our listeners. Head on over to describe.com backslash DMD. That's D-S-C-R-Y-B dot com backslash DMD. Use the code DMD at checkout to try Describe for two weeks for free. Links will be in the show notes. And now, back to the show. Uh, Scott, why are you measuring footprints in the snow? I think we have Bigfoots. Wouldn't it be big feetsies? Yeah, maybe. Uh, or maybe those tracks are Scott's footprints. The sun melts the snow and it refreezes, making the tracks look much larger than they were in the beginning. Or we have big feetsies. Uh, it's our look at the unexplained by Brad Uni this week on the Dungeon Masters Dojo. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dungeon Masters Dojo podcast. This is a show for game masters and players alike. We hope to bring you tips and tricks to elevate your game and develop the art of dungeon mastery. I'm your host, Louis Aponte, and these are your Dungeon Masters, Scott Labby and Bill Robitaille. Let's head to the dojo and see what they have in store for us today. Big footsies? Big feetsies, really? Yeah, that's the plural. Feetsies? Big feetsies. And make sure that the tape measure goes back in my toolbox, please. I, I didn't get it from you. After your explanation, I thought about this for a minute. And yes, it probably is Scott. He's the only person I know when we go away in February that will walk outside in the snow barefoot. And not sink. I have highly efficient mitochondria. You have big freaking feet. Th- that too. What are you, like a 14 and a half? Yeah, big feet. Triple E. Means... Big mitochondria. And we'll go with that. It's true. <laughs> as long as you didn't say metachlorins. <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about how Star Wars tried to be scientifical and explain things. Shame on you, George <laughs> Lucas. Shame on you. Wow. Okay. Whatever. Brad, thank you very much, sir. Um, I, I personally yeah. want to reach out to you and give you a pat on the back. Awesome job. Yeah, Brad was really... Well, he was awesome. He came and he he joined us on the podcast, but then he sent us a copy of the Unexplained, and we and it's a nice it's a nice book. It's I mean he didn't go cheap, you know. He it, sent it, us a hardcover. It is cover. a kick ass book. It is. It's it's cool. I liked playing the game at Carnage Con. 
I had a great time. Brad's a fantastic game master. And the game itself was really enjoyable. 293 pages, this book is. Yeah, I can't imagine having that much to say. I mean, I do have a lot I can, to say, I can. but it makes like... <laughs> Yeah, but none of it makes as much sense as Brad's 298 pages. That's because you never make sense. It makes sense. Anyways, we're moving on. We digressed enough. <laughs> so we have a nice hardbound book. Yes. Very, very, very nice. The cover is unique. It, it is. Starting from the beginning, the cover is unique. There isn't like this big splash of multicolored, you know, action-packed piece of artwork. There is this, this wonderful piece of it unexplained and it shows a mysterious crop circle baffles lo- local police um newspaper piece and a couple photos thrown in there yeah polaroids well yeah yeah um, yeah and uh for those of you that are of a certain age you know what polaroids are but for our younger listeners um we didn't have cell phones that produced instant results you had to <laughs> you didn't have cameras that produced it in you no you didn't you didn't have that un- until the polaroid came around which is a yes. big chunky camera and you put a special film in it and then you took a picture and the picture came out and you had to pull it out of the the camera and shake it you didn't have to you shake it. Just people shake like, it. people always shaked it because they thought it would happen faster, it? but it no. didn't. No. I spent all that time shaking Polaroids. That's because you're. It was practice. That's because yeah. I'm what, Lewis? <laughs> That's because I'm what? You're practiced. This is. A- <laughs> That's unnecessary. Oh, that's horrible. That's terrible. I said it first, but I'm glad you're getting blamed for it. Um, <laughs> yes, bring out. The Aren't old, you guys the married out, ones? Isn't the, that like a cornerstone of marriage? Is the self gratification. Nope. Necessity. <laughs> Necessity's probably right, but <laughs> I, I I I speak for those that are sixty and older. What what the cover <laughs> looks I'm trying to get back onto the like PG thirteen track. What the cover looks like to me is the beginning kind of shots of a TV series, you know, the intro. Exactly, yes. Oh, yeah. Like yep. the X-Files had those pictures. Or the unexplained. The unexplained, yep. yep. Um, what, what was the other one? Leonard Nimoy did it, and now the new the new Spock does it. Um, in search of. In search and, of, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Um, and uh, Kolchak the Night Stalker was the other one I was watching. And there's even some on Netflix now, like the UFO uh, um, yeah. files and stuff like and, that. And oh, and yeah, it yeah. It looks yeah. just like that. It, it know, has, the, yeah, it def- very definitely has that flavor. So the minute you look well at done. the cover, you know exactly what's what's going on, right? I'm getting a, I'm getting a game that talks a lot about the unexplained stuff. You know, yep. Bigfoot's Yeti. Feetsies. And Yeti. Uh, yeti. And, uh, <laughs> it's it's like octopi instead of octopi. <laughs> yes. <instead of, laughs> yeti. Multiple multiple Yeti. Yeah, or Yeti. It it, it 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 would it be a flock of yeti? Would it be a gaggle? Would it be a, a pack? Herd? A herd? A herd of yeti? Maybe a, a herd, nah. herd of yeti. I, I think it'd be a pack. A pack of yeti. If you're in Russia, it'd be a murder. Um, yes. Yep. Yeah. Most definitely, if you were in Russia. Yeah. So that's. Uh, so you learn something new every day. Yeah. It's a. Uh, there you go. A, a herd of yeti. Uh, more than one yeti is a yeti. Or a clan. A clan, of yeti. 
I don't know. Do we have any listeners in uh, <laughs> Tibet? Tibet, yes, by yeah. all means. Let, if, if actually, they, do we have listeners in Tibet? Now we have to search it. Yes, now we will search it. Yeah, we'll search it. We have to see if we have somewhere's up in, at the foot at the foot of Mount Everest in one of the camps. Yeah, there's there's, a there's there's one nerd or a Sherpa or two yeah. that are like, hey, these guys are kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Get a load of these assholes. Uh, like, they've got nothing better to do but talk about make-believe shit. Or it could be the Yeti listen to us. Maybe it's the Yeti, yes. Yes, there you go. We'll get it right from the, right from the Yeti's mouth. Yes. If, if you have a laptop uh, with, with, with uh, like, keys big enough for your giant Yeti hands, then Or, or then just, us just steal one from one of the adventurers. It's a, yes. a tablet will work as well. I'm sure you've devoured a Sherpa or two. <laughs> Check in the pile of packs, see if there's there like a, a, a tablet Laptop, or something. Tablet, yep. But Cell back phone. on track. <laughs> we, yeah, dig- we digress yeah. once again. Okay. Uh, but the, the quality is pretty good. I, I really dig the book. The You go to the table of contents, and the very next page is a mock adventure. You know, an explanation. The investigation. Yes. The Jenkins house. And you get, this is strewn, strewn all the way through the books. There's these, these little blurbs in here, full page of the narration of what's going on. Um, and then it stops and asks a little question, you know, what do you do? Or uh, what, do, you know, what, what's your next action? And, yeah. Then it gets into the explanations of the book. And I, I That's love. That's pretty cool, though. I, it's really cool. The borders along this thing. Every page, it's got a little bit of everything in there to represent all the different things that might be unexplained, whether it's cryptozoology or UFOs or the undead or different planar creatures. So I'm like, even the border was cool. Um, I'm in love with this freaking book. I'm just going to say that right now. It's I'm in love with this packed book. full of information, too. There's not a lot of wasted space. There is not. You know, so maybe uh, I looked up the I looked up the price. You can get it for fifty bucks. It's 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 a it's a big book. So this is three hundred pages, well and, it is, and it is fifty not bucks. for nothing. I mean, just get to the nitty gritty. Cover. This is actually a really a good gauge paper. This is. is a heavy gauge paper. Yeah, you can hear it when it's turning. That's yeah, how you can it's, tell it's, like it's a nice. Yeah, there's heavy that gauge. page rustling you get. It. This is not just little crappy stuff. It, the, artwork, is, the artwork is great as well. I like the artwork. The artwork it's is well black done. Black and white. Yeah, everything's it's, black and white it's through the entire done book. Really well. It's done kind of in a watercolor style for the most part. Uh, most yeah, of it, it kind of looks like that, it, doesn't it, it? Yeah, it's kind of a sketch or a watercolor style, which is good, and it transfers very well to a black and white. Yep. Uh, it it kind of reminded me, uh, and I think I mentioned this to you both, uh, how T- the original TMNT was written. Yes. And that's format yeah, with yeah. that same print it's got, style. Actually, it does have a very similar, yeah, you did mention that. And it has a very similar format to, yeah, um, a little bit cleaner. Yeah, a lot cleaner. And, a, and, a, and a better organized. Yeah, a way much more, yes. Um, don't get me wrong. I love my TMNT. Love my TMNT. That's where Lou and I met. Yep. That's right. Under it under the a- soft glow of the of the player's handbook of TMNT, one of my favorite games. Yep. I had a sloth character in TMNT had that I really aardvark. enjoyed playing, a mutant sloth. Hardvark, <laughs> hardvark. I remember bo- I ran both of you against Eek. Yep. I always introduced everyone with Eek. Eek was cool. Um, yeah, the artwork is actually really really sweet. It does a nice job, and it goes right into a little bit of explanation of the game which is nice, uh, putting everything together. 
It gives an example of a gaming session, which is nice, and goes right into this quick start rules. So, and, and then later on says, okay, you'll find more things in depth later on in the book and gives you the page number. Here's what I look for in, in a, a book. Is the vibe of the game going to be conveyed throughout the book, right? So you can go ahead and you can read like all the stuff, the mm-hmm. words that's in there and get an idea for the game. But I like to see like, does the artwork provide a like a thematic element for the game and does the presentation on the of of the book, the cover, front and back, do that. And with this, I think it does that very nicely. Page two, quarter page uh, picture of a ghostly form on a set of stairs. Yep. Page three, forms that don't look quite human in a dark color uh, about the porches and overhangs of the of a house page eight a picture of what could be a bigfoot in the distance and a gentleman bigfoot look, big feetsies no there's more only one bigfoot oh. um, and a gentleman with which could be a representation of a rifle looking down at it uh taking aim yeah there's artwork strewn all over and you immediately get that feel yeah. of this this is paranormal I think that's what drew me to the book. I think it's because, for me, it's all New England-based. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's I, where we are. And that's where we are. So I yeah. was really, I was like, that drew my interest alone. Because a lot of this is in our New England history or culture. Very much so. Yeah, very yeah. much so. I did even show maps of where of, of upper northwest por- portions of Maine yep. where there have been supposed big, uh, Bigfoot sightings. It's like, okay, cool. I have relatives that live up there. Yeah, I, I should call them a call and say, hey, is anyone knocking your door and grunted a couple of times? They're like, Scott hasn't been here yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, the artwork immediately, page 17, there's a gentleman with a flashlight. There's a little uh, thing on the wall that says, get out. He looks scared. And in his light of his flashlight is the materialization, a, a slight silhouette of a ghostly form with a very um, disapproving face. So, yeah, do you immediately get the feel that there is something <laughs> something a little off here? Now, I, I, I think it warrants mentioning that we, um, we did have Brad on the podcast. Yep. Brad is a fantastic guy. We're very fond of Brad, but we're not getting any sort of, like, commission no nothing anything like that and and people know damn well that we if we don't like it we tell you yeah i mean uh, there's been a number of the the wizard of coast stuff that was you know this is great this is for the game master this for the player there's other books we went you know don't buy this yeah there has Um, been a few yeah there's been a few you know okay this uh it's not worth it um so yeah we're gonna give you our honest opinion on this because um i'm old and don't really give a rat's ass what anyone else thinks so we know I, I'm going to tell you what I think no matter what. And if I like something, I like it. Yep. And if I don't like it, <laughs> I'm going to tell you I and, don't like it. And I got to say, I was surprised when you uh, pulled in the driveway and said, I really like this book. Um, not because it's it's a, a, a bad book, but just because, well, I mean, Bill doesn't like a lot. I, I don't like a lot of things. <laughs> 
I always seem to find something that I, you know, it's like, this is okay, but yeah, it would be better if they didn't. Yeah. That's, that's not the case here. Yep. I, and you, you know what I really like is the, uh, there's, there's a back portion that has the bestiary, the cryptozoological yes. bestiary. And that's pretty, that's pretty cool stuff. What what I like is it tells you the basic rules and then immediately shows you um, some pregens yeah. that are in here, along with their backstory and not necessarily the actual character sheet, but enough information on there where you could fill out a character sheet. You could play these characters. These are NPCs, but you could play these if you needed to. Yeah, you, you could probably to. photocopy that and um, yeah. do just fine. Yep. With that, which which is which is nice to see. I mean, you you have it seems like you have everything you need to just jump in and start running a game, right? You got some NPCs, you, right? Th- and th- then and immediately after characters. that goes chapter two in creating characters, so you can create your own character and goes through all the necessary things that you're going to need to find in here. So it goes into the the your skills, your attributes, which are your two most important things. Then it goes into gifts and faults, which are kind of like advantages, disadvantages. Gives you a list of them and how to buy into each. And it gives you the the evaluation of, all right, well, say you needed to do an attribute level going up. Well, you need to forfeit three skill levels to do that. And, and if you have a gift, that equals six skill levels. So you can actually buy up two attribute points if you give up a gift. But then you have faults, which gives you more. I mean, so there's a little bit of a little bit of math in there, but it's it's relatively simple to follow. And if you're you can customize your character theme very easily. Oh yeah. And give him what he needs to have or she needs to have to make to flesh it out the way you envision it. And you're gonna give a little to get a little, but that's that's how you balance your characters. I think what Bill is saying in short is that it's not as cumbersome as some other game systems we've looked at. It is it, not as cumbersome. It, it's not, but it's based on the fudge rules. It is based and, on the fudge rules. And that's rules. a pretty a pretty pared down set of rules. And it, the character, I mean, the character buildings, character buildings, a little bit different. Yeah, but I mean, you have this massive list of skills. Then it gives you a blank spot for miscellaneous skills because it allows you to actually make up your own skills. Uh, which is actually pretty cool. So when I was reading this, I and I can remember we when we used to play D&D, I think this was at your table. If you knew how to do something in real life, you could do it in the game. I did make yeah. make things transferable. Yeah. And so, I would give you a skill, and I'd give you a skill level at it, and say, okay, you're, you're at this. and So I think that's very transferable to this is what this I'm This is extremely, because this is a little closer to modern times. Yep. You know, Although I could very easily see this whole thing shifting into the Victorian era. Or any era, really. Yep, any era. But, yeah. you know, but more often than not, it is built um, around something a little bit more modern, yep. which is fine, because it lets people... Draw on real life experience, real life knowledge. Yes, and I've always, as a game master, allowed people to transfer that. And that's why, I, I, as soon as I read that or I looked at this book, I remembered that we used to do that. Yep. And I was yep. like, God, oh, that's very interesting. It's very, it's very easy to come up with new skills and abilities mm-hmm. that way. Yes, it wouldn't take a lot to modify this rule set to different periods. No. Oh no, it, oh, ve- no, very, very little. Because even the weapons they give you are relatively basic weapons. Yep. Revolver. All yep. right, we can go back to the 1800s and deal with a revolver. Uh, knife and cudgel, and, you know, it gives you basic stuff. You're not getting into 
um, M16s and Gatling guns That'd and, be a and arm- World of Darkness things. Yeah, well that that's another thing that that endears me to this system is I'm a big fan of World of Darkness, right? Uh, because a lot of that is modern day, and someone like me who does have a fairly extensive knowledge of firearms and weapons and survival and things like that. So, I mean, my real-life experiences are very, very easily transferable to that game as well as this, which, again, you know, endears me quite a bit to it. I would like to play this or something like this or take this into the 1500s during the witch trials. Oh, that yo, you could do that, and that would be awesome. You you can do a lot with this game, and I think the the one big thing that I like about this is that you're a paranormal investigator. You have a day job like everyone else, but at night you investigate the mysteries of our world and try to gather proof of the paranormal. So there's a different kind of kind of game. Yeah, you, you know you're, you're sitting, not an adventurer. That's your full. You're not right, an right. adventurer. You're, that's your full time job. This is not your full time job. See, I look at this and. I, not in a comical way, but kind of like a Scooby-Doo themed, how they are paranormal adventurers. Right. They go to school during the daytime, and at night they are out doing their Scooby-Doo thing. Maybe, I'm not saying it's comical, but if you take that same principle, yes, that's what that's what it's like. You And and the beauty of like a game like this is you can do that. You can do a Scooby-Doo kind of, uh, you know, beer and pretzels you game. You could. Yeah, or you could do like an X Files thing. That would be awesome. Do, yeah, you could do a Kolchak the Night Stalker. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't know who he is. But <laughs> after, you know, people our age. Hey, the six people out there that recognized it appreciate yep. it. Thank the, you. X Files is where it's at. Jillian Anderson, giggity, Abs- absolutely beautiful. I don't know why she got all that work done because she was such a pretty, pretty lady. Like just pretty. Yep. And um, like girl next door, take her home to mom, um, type of thing. Uh, but I, I guess the rigors of Hollywood, you know, they don't, they don't want you to age gracefully and be a beautiful, mature woman. You have to get plastic surgery, which is a shame. Be comfortable in your own skins, ladies. No matter how old you get. Moving along, Bill's looking at me like I'm insane. No, I had something to say, but it was hugely inappropriate. It was going to be edited out, so I'm not going to say it. Thank you. Thanks. Just saving, only, you, saving you work, Lou. Only took, saving only took two years, right? Only yeah. took two yeah, years. Yeah, don't get used to it. It was yeah. a moment. It, it's fleeting. I, I take them as they come. Yeah. <laughs> but all in all, I like I said, what really drew me to the book was it's very New England vibed. For me, it was. Which is, yeah. yeah. So it's home. Yeah. It, it's it, backyard. Yeah, yep. it feels very backyard. There's There are... Um, I mean, there's a lot of references in here that are, are actual. There's a lot of references that are make-believe, that are made up. And the trick is, if you don't follow this kind of stuff, you're going to have a very, very difficult time figuring out which one's which. Yeah. Let me ask you guys one question, though. Was there anything you did not like about this book? The fact that I don't have more than one. Yeah, I was going to say uh, that Brad only sent one. We would have preferred three. <laughs> um, I So, Brad, if you're listening, yeah. two more, please. I hope you are. <laughs> I'll even take the paperback. <laughs> yep. No, not really. I I, I kind of like the – I like everything about it. You know, I liked how the, the, the rules aren't, like, bulky, clunky, or heavy right. – I like that it takes a different approach, right? So we're not we're not 
getting at on the game table and rolling dice for combat. We're doing a lot of like role play stuff. Right. I think I'm at the age now where that's what I really want out of my games is uh story driven role play heavy stuff. And yeah, I, I like I like a good slobber knocker at the game table. I think those are great big battles, you know. Um you know, machine gun fire clanging of swords all that stuff is really really cool but it's nice to leave that behind for a while and get really like invested in a story and and like get behind a character well what i what drew me to it is this will draw this is a thinker's game well it's good for it is a thinker's game but it's good if you want to take a break from D D or your other oh, tabletop oh, game oh yeah yeah this should yep. be on your list the one thing I wish or that I, I can't say I didn't like, I just wish it was like $10 cheaper. And that's just for the people who really can't afford the $50 price tag. Yeah. There's a paperback for considerable Ah, less. see, I did not know that. I Yeah, and I don't know if that was in de- because I found this on Amazon and hardcover is like fifty four ninety nine new on Amazon. And paperback is used for eleven bucks, and a new one like forty five dollars, which isn't that's not bad. But <laughs> you know, bad. fifty bucks is I think for for some people out of reach. It 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 does seem. I mean, it it's everything you need is here. There's is. a lot of information here. It's packed pretty good. It's three hundred pages. Um, yeah, fifty bucks might be a little steep for a lot of people. Um, it may prove to be a touch. But see, I didn't know there was a paperback until you said it. Right. So that that that's that brings it down. It's not, it knocks but the price down a little here's, bit. Here's right. my defense of this, right? All you need is this one book. Yep. Right. So fifty fifty five but let's say fifty five bucks. It's like fifty four and some change. Fifty five bucks, you have three hundred pages and everything you need. Everything you need to play the game. Right. You don't have to get like the newest book that comes out. There's not three books to get before you can effectively play the game. Um, like there is with like D and D. I mean, I, I looked at my D and D shelf for fifth edition. And I had to move stuff around because it was starting to bow the shelf. Yep. I'm right? Running out of there, room. Right. There's so much of it. Uh, so you're not, yeah, 55 bucks can be expensive, especially if you know, you don't have that kind of money laying around, but once you have the book, that's it. Or if the whole table pitches in. Or if the whole table pitches in. You yeah. know? And yep. so it's, for for me, um, and I may be in a different financial position than a lot of other people. There's some people that make substantially more money. I get, like, social work pay, so I don't make a lot. But uh, in the podcast, uh, Lou pays us, like, absolute shit. You haven't um, shown your worth yet. And we're so, like, talented, me and Bill, so I'm <laughs> I, surprised. I, right? I know. I mean, just we practically glow in the dark. We the have aura to, about us I is think, so awesome. I think the problem is is that Lou is our manager and our producer, so he negotiates low, so he doesn't have to pay us. Um, it's just easier that way. But we'll talk about that, like, next year. off mic. We should um, unionize. We should. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's in a contract. <laughs> But it's it's worth and and if I if I'm gonna spend a little extra money like I can, I can get a a D and D book on Amazon for like thirty bucks right so it's like twenty five dollars cheaper than than Brad's book but it's limited it you know, the D and D book only has a a specific 
right. You know, rule set or, or only a couple yeah. additions to the game, it, and or a piece of a setting. Yep, you're right. Um, it's it's limited. Where this book here is complete. Yeah, I think you can also transfer this into different genres into your fantasy. Yeah, I, really yeah. oh yeah, so, oh yeah, yeah. I, the value's there. Oh, definitely. It, it definitely is. And you know, if you're buying from Wizards of the Coast, and I, you know, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but really, what what we're doing, and I've I've done this uh, for the past like forty years, not supporting Wizards of the Coast because you know I am, you know how it is, um, <laughs> but you know you're supporting a corporate empire, right? Yeah. Every time you buy a book, money's going into some CEO's pocket who's making like a ton of money and probably shitting all over his employees like CEOs do. Um, spending the fifty five bucks for Brad's book is supporting a local indie. Game developer, that's true. yes. And for me, that's like you know what I'll 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 throw a little extra money that way um, to support some some guy who's trying to trying to make a, a a little money on his side hustle, putting out some some good games, you know. So why not? Yeah, I'm not saying yeah, you I'm know? not saying anything. I just for me for the people that couldn't afford it, but then that, like that, Bill pointed out, I didn't realize there was a, a paperback version. I found one on the Amazon. Speaking of uh, evil corporate empires, um, <laughs> uh, so hypocrisy is alive yeah, and just, well. But just we, we have. <laughs> I, I have a thing with Amazon, so I can't say anything. You, bad you do. Them. You have you have quite the quite the love affair with Amazon. It's more a fetish. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it, yeah. We hear we hear That's about just, we hear about it. Yeah, are yeah. you still shut off? Did the misses? Yeah, I'll shut okay. off once again. Oh, yeah. One, yep. Yeah. Click to buy. He doesn't use his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, where can you get this? Well, I found it on I found it on Amazon um, for uh, new f- uh, fifty four ninety nine. There is a paperback, which I was shocked. I didn't think there was a paperback, but that's uh, they, they they say collectible from forty five dollars. So. I don't know, and then one used for eleven bucks, um, and then of course you can go over to carnivoregames.com, which is where Brad's got his, um, his games. And let's let's see the fat fingers and small buttons. He doesn't scroll very fast. Yep, I think you can. Oh, I clicked on the wrong one. Well, um, yeah. Now playing is another another game by Brad uh, Uni, which is uh, I'm kind of interested in picking up a copy of. That. Okay, so on, on Carnivore Games, this is where I like the price to be. It's thirty nine ninety nine for the book. There yep. you go. Okay, that, so thirty nine ninety nine. That's, that's where that's evil like empire. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's the price I wanted that's to see. That's where it, yeah, that's where it needs to be. Um and you can uh yeah, 39.99 for the book or 20 bucks for the PDF. Right? So there you go. That's not bad. That's, I That's where I wanted it to be. PDFs. Yep. I do too. I like I like to hold on and feel a book and smell it. Um and you can't do that with a PDF. No. But if you know, even if like the forty bucks is out of your price range, then twenty bucks ain't bad. Exactly. Right? Yep. And you can share that PDF with everybody at the table. And I'll put the links in the description. 
That's even better. Lou, you're awesome. And, and go to Carnivore Games, right? Go to Carnivore yeah. Games. Support Brad, who's an awesome guy. He really is. He's a fantastic guy. He put out a really good game with The Unexplained, and we're supposed to be getting together with Brad, and he's going to run us through one of his convention adventures. Will we record that? Of course we will. Why wouldn't we? Keep your ears open, people. Yes, and uh, I'm I'm telling you, if you ever go to a convention and Brad's Brad's running a game, sit at his table. Uh, you'll enjoy it. I was I was upset when the four hours ended because I felt like I could have gone for another four hours. Um, and at Carnivore Games too, you can go and pick up the now playing RPG. We touched on that a little bit when Brad came on the podcast. And that's 18 bucks for the PDF. Um, I'm hoping to get a hold of like a hard copy. I think we talked to Brad about that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. To take a look at that. But the concept of that, even if you're not interested in the game itself, the book sounds like it's worth picking up. These are all good. Just for, for the GM. Yeah, for the GM, yeah. for tool you belt, know? and just for yes. ideas. Mm-hmm. All I know is I, I got done reading this um, last night. And I breezed over it while I was eating breakfast this morning. And by my 20-minute drive to work, by the time I got to work, I already had a character built in my head. So I'm like, ooh, 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 I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> Fixated on something. I was say, it was, it was a Scott moment, but not in the shower. Not in the shower, no. I, I, a, I was fully clothed and dry. I had dry. a good one in the shower today. Oh, well, We geez. won't hear about your yeah, exploits. That's, uh... <laughs> Another hands-free adventure. <laughs> or was it handful? <laughs> This is why we have an explicit rating. This is why the kids can't listen to us. Half full. Half. <laughs> I got big hands. Yeah, we know. <laughs> and feetses. And, and that's and it. <laughs> so you probably already know what we think, but Bill, yes. what are your thoughts? Is it worth it? It it is worth it and then some. I, I think even at even at the fifty dollar price tag, fifty five, I would pay that number one because I like the book that much. And number two, because it's someone local, it's an independent, I would pay an extra $10 just to support someone like that. Um, and instead of Amazon. Uh, but you don't have to go, go to Carnivore Games and you don't have to. But yeah, I would, yep. it, hands down, this is probably one of the best books I have been exposed to in quite some and, time. And go to Carnivore Games and pick it up uh, yep. as opposed to Amazon. Not only is it cheaper, but you it's know worth what? It. Yeah, in... I mean, honestly, guys, you know, every every penny you spend on Amazon is going towards the rocket fuel for Jeff Bezos to fire another giant pecker into space. So, um, you know what? Support Br- in space. Yeah, support, support Brad instead. Yes. You know, he's not driving a giant pecker around in space. Uh, you know, Lou, what do you think? I like the book. I really do. I, from Like I said, for me, it hit home because it's all of New England. Yeah, and that I I the homeboy. Yeah, I like I like that because I'm from New England, right? I mean, I guess if I was from California, I'd be like big deal. But you know, because I'm from New England, I'm like this is cool. It's right in our back backyard. Yeah, you were you from go- California, make it a big deal. The book's that good. <laughs> I think that's all you really need to hear, right? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and that's our look at the unexplained by Brad Uni. We'll see you next time in the dojo. That's going to conclude this episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for more great content. If you'd like to hear a particular topic, you can reach us on Facebook at the Dungeon Masters Dojo. 
or you can drop us an email at the Dungeon Masters Dojo at gmail.com. Thank you, and have a good day. <laughs>